Kindness Can, the podcast, with radio personality Jane Lindley Thomas and psychologist Paul Bushell. Because every act of kindness, no matter how big or small, can change lives. In this series, Jane and Paul hope to enrich your life by giving you practical tools on how to be kinder in your relationships with yourself, with those around you, at home, work, and in your community. Welcome to another episode of the Kindness Can podcast with myself, Paul Bushell, and the ever-lovely Jane, Jane Lily Thomas. Thomas. That's me. <laughs> Jane and I spent some time up in Peter Maritzburg doing a really cool event, and we wanted to chat to you about it today. Yeah, it was um, really amazing how it kind of unfolded. I was sent to fly from a friend of mine for an upcoming event in Maritzburg, and uh you know what it can be like on your phone. Sometimes busy and especially, you know, I've got three school groups and a neighborhood group and a this group and a that group. So and no one wants to be that person. Jane left the group. Yeah, no, Jane <laughs> le- leaves the group. But this flyer came in around a fundraiser for the Peter Maritzburg Homeless Network. And I can remember just like stopping in my tracks and being like, I need to be a part of this. I don't know how, but I need to be a part of this. And what was really amazing was that I put out a call to a few people and not many people knew exactly what I was asking of them because I wasn't sure either. It was just like, this is what's happening in Maritzburg. The reality is is that they have one shelter that can house up to 18 women, no men, no children. And when I heard that, I was just like, I think people always think that the change in the world has to be big. And I went back to that, okay, what do I have here right now? Right here, right now, I have a little network that I can tap into, bring people with me, and hopefully we can raise some money. And it was amazing. Obviously, my first port of call was to Paulie because I thought this was a beautiful fit for Kindness Can. I then connected with a few artists and um, a graffiti artist by the name of that damn vandal. And we headed off to Maritzburg to go and spend uh, the day, International Homelessness Day um, in Maritzburg. And sure, it was both beautiful, moving and hard all rolled into one. Absolutely. And I suppose if it wasn't hard, it wouldn't be as meaningful or important. It goes back to what you and I were talking about in the last podcast. Um, and when you messaged me, I was like, I don't know what we're doing, but I'm coming. Yeah. Right? I'm coming. I'll, I'll do what I can do. And it goes back to what we spoke about in the, lot, the last podcast. The idea that we can all be heroes in some way in the story. We can't be waiting for someone else to do the work or someone else coming to, to save us uh, in all of the hard. And... Yeah, I remember your initial message, and I, I don't think we really spoke too much. We planned and we organized and whatever, but like when we were driving up here, I was like, kind of like, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> what is it going to be like? But, yeah. but I think sometimes those are some of the most important moments in life where I'm just here with no expectation. Mm. Uh, I'm just coming to see of how I can be of service. And what a magical day. Jane brought along her beautiful Rejoice collection, uh, props, uh, which we set up and made available for everyone who came and visited the event that had been laid out. There were so many cool things for everyone uh, to do. And we had the chance to chat uh, and interact with some of the people who are living without homes Mm. uh, in Peter Maritzburg. And their stories were so inspiring. Yeah, and I mean, I think a really good space and place to just say to Caroline Holly and the whole team, that work with and alongside the homeless people in Maritzburg through the Homeless Network. Just, yeah, thank you so much because it must be hard seeing that day in and day out. You know, I felt quite, again, when I left, I felt quite hopeful and helpless. It's like that, that like uh, disconnect and that aggregation between those two words. Uh, but the night before we left, I was like, you know, I really want to set up a beautifully 
thoughtful space um, that it's curated so that I can do portrait shots on this little set that is about abundance and love. And then I thought, I don't want to ever come across as feeling like I've made anyone feel like I've dressed them up or made them feel silly or that I'm not being mindful of their their reality, you know. And uh, what was just so encouraging was no matter where you've been or no matter where you're going, right here, right now, people queued up and gave themselves access to play in the moment. And I just thought... That must take a lot. You don't know where you're sleeping tonight, but you can still put on a hat and a pair of funny glasses and a feather boa and laugh and laugh with your eyes laugh. It's very special. Yeah, we did laugh. Yeah, we did. Um, And those moments for all of us, no matter what your circumstance or reality are, I think that stood out for me on the day. Giving ourselves permission, giving ourselves access to those moments uh, of connection through play, of being silly, of of laughing, are so important. And I, I think we sometimes underestimate the value of them. Mm. That when you are in a the in a moment or the right space, or you have the energy, be generous with it. Give other people access to it as well, because no matter what their situation is, it can be a big part of filling your cup up giving you the momentum to go and face whatever you need to face next. Yeah. We mustn't forget the the power of silliness. Yeah. No matter who you are. 100%. And it always is so wonderful for me to see and feel, actually more than see, feel shift. Feel that when they possibly came up, and I see it with not only with them, no matter where I'm trying to plug play into them, I'm trying to plug play into corporate, community, or schools, there's there's always that initial, oh, I don't know if I can. And then as soon as one person, one person gets up out of their chair and moves towards me, or the first homeless person that walked up and said, what's going on here? And I said, this is a PlayStation. What do you do here? You play. Okay, I'll play. And then the blooming line starts to form, sure. and people start to queue because they too want access to that. Yeah, I think humor, silliness, play, uh, dressing up, they are the vehicle for connection. Mm-hmm. And we know that human connection, eye to eye, heart to heart, that is health. That is life. That's healing. Right. As well. So they become the yeah, they become the key. They mm-hmm. become the entry to that very special thing uh, that we were able to feel in that moment. And it allowed us and All of us were in different circumstances. Mm -hmm. All of us were facing different realities in our life. But in that moment, we all connected with one another. And for me, that felt very restorative Mm. uh, for everyone. That was my observation. And I was lucky enough to have some conversations with some of the people who are living without homes and how important connection obviously is in their lives and how interacting with people at the shelters or on the streets or with us in that moment is to them. And so that was a reminder to all of us that we're speaking about homelessness specifically here. When you see someone who is living on the streets, make eye contact with them. uh, If it feels right, engage in some way because that connection can be so valuable for everyone in that moment. I mean, I often make a point of it. If I stop at the robots, uh, to acknowledge the person who is standing there, look them in the eyes. Um, and if I don't have anything to give, 
I will say something along those lines. Yeah. And if I do, I try my best. I think a lot of the time, maybe people don't feel like they have the words. So they so want to say something or so want to hold space, but it isn't an easy place to access. So therefore, I might just pretend that I don't see. Sure. Which, got to move through that. Yeah. Right? So even, in a, even in an acknowledgement of just lifting your hand, sure. like I see you, yeah. I see you there. So I suppose shame, uh, we, you, you know, I speak about a lot, shame and vulnerability just become such barriers mm. to connection in all mm. of our lives mm. all the time. So whether it is our own fear of being vulnerable and experiencing shame uh, or looking at someone else and feeling ashamed of whether it's our privilege or their lack of something. It all becomes barriers to connection, but sometimes mm. you've got to hold that feeling and be like, what is this feeling all about here? Mm. And actually I want to choose what I do with this feeling in a more meaningful way. I'm going to risk the feeling of shame. I'm going to risk the vulnerability and I'm going to brave connection. Yeah. And something magical can follow that. Well, speaking of that, um, and just kind of concluding, one of the homeless men actually came up to me and um, he got a little bit emotional. He said to me, I really battled to listen to your last radio show. And I was like, oh, my love, it was hard for me too. And he's like, no, really, I, I had to walk away from the radio because I knew that you were walking away and it was just too hard. And I just thought, what an incredible way for him to have been so vulnerable with me, to have come up to me and brought that up and for both of us to have an um, emotional moment together, two strangers that therefore left feeling deeply connected to each other. 100%. So I think being conscious for all of us how certain thoughts, when thoughts lead to feelings and how certain feelings can be barriers to to connection and how every now and then we've got to lean into the counterintuitive. We don't have to listen to that thought that's saying, don't you dare look up now. Don't mm. you dare say that to that person because they might take it, I don't know, they might think that you're weird or lame or silly. Mm. Okay. Um, kind of pause with those thoughts and those feelings and see what's at play. This is, this is old wiring. Yeah. This is social wiring. Um, and be brave uh, because, you mean, those, those conversations that you and I had, that connection that came in those conversations, the insight that came in those conversations, you know, there was two-way joy there. And, yeah, that's through, through connection. There's health and there's healing. And, of course, there's hope. Uh, yeah. And I think hope is something that all of us need to be constantly fueling, filling up for ourselves and others because sometimes you're up. Yeah, and sometimes, sometimes you're, you're down. down. But being conscious in this country that we live in, that we need to be breathing life into that thing called hope, yeah. because that's what keeps us going. Well, I remember the thing that we were talking about on the way out of Maritzburg was, oh, imagine that place of losing everything and waking up every day, and the odds are severely stacked against you, and how you have to work just to get through the morning. So no matter what you are going through now listening to this, because we all have challenges, you know, same storm, different boat. We know this much is true. Uh, but I, I can't help but keep going back to that space of slowing down. You know, you said so beautifully, drop the anchor. Because in those moments, we have more access to ourselves and more access to other people. But when we're hurtling along, and the world is so fast at the moment, I feel like slowing down is the one thing we've forgotten how to do. Slowing down and playing are both, for me, such opportunities for absolutely life-changing connection. Yeah. 
So playing, you mean, playing is, is joy, right? But playing is dropping an anchor. It's slowing the world down. And in a world that seems determined to move faster yeah. and faster, okay, sometimes it can be really fun. Sometimes it can be really, really hard and overwhelming. Uh, we've got to remind ourselves that just because the world is moving fast doesn't mean we have that to we too. have to too. Totally. Okay. Uh, and stepping out and having slow moments. I know some people, when I say that to them, they're kind of like, but I want to do stuff and I want to have goals and I want to participate. And I'm like, me too. Mm. Right. But sometimes you've got to slow down to get ahead totally. because and those, those slow down moments don't have to be your whole life. They can be stolen minutes in your day. They can be an hour in your week where you dropping different anchors and using things like play, uh, connecting with different people in meaningful ways that you then start to, to connect with yourself. You can kind of check in, am I still on track for those dreams and goals? Am I still doing it in ways that feel meaningful and right for me? What am I feeling at the moment? What are some of my barriers? Mm. Um, who else do I need to connect with in my life to be able to get closer to those dreams and goals? And that's magic. But it's so easy to kind of just fall onto the scrolling treadmill, right? Oh, the mundane. Yeah. Yo. It happens to all of us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, a lot of the time I feel like, um, you know, wake up, work, kids, sleep. Mm. You know what I mean? And then it's like Monday and the next thing it's Friday. It's like, what? How did this happen? I, 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 what? <laughs> yeah. And don't be hard on yourself about that. Yeah. Right? Because next week is another chance to, to try again. So we live in a country where... We are blessed with this incredible amount of diversity mm -hmm. where so many of us are coming from different angles and different experiences and different beliefs. And there is so much advantage in that. But every now and then we've got to slow down and try to connect with, with different people so mm -hmm. that we can see and experience things from all sorts of angles. And that was a huge takeaway for me yeah. from the PMB Homeless Networking event. Absolutely. That's, yeah, there's wisdom there. That was very special to be uh, included in that. If you would like to include Paulie and I in an upcoming event, uh, may it be facilitation work or guest speaking or, yeah, we do millions of things, don't we? <laughs> we just want to go places where we can help people refine their kind yeah. uh, because there's so much magic and power in that. So please, if you would like to have Jane and I come and spend time with your team, your school, your space, you can give us a shout at the www.kindnesscan.co.za. Beautiful. Lots of love until we connect again. Go well. You've been listening to Kindness Can, the podcast. Find out more at kindnesscan.co.za.